Welcome to the Win Daily Show. I got a good friend, and when I say good friend, he's one of my best friends in the industry. His name is John L. He worked with us at Win Daily, and he also works at the Athletic. John, how you doing today, man? Man, I'm awesome. Jay, you really nailed it because uh, we, we work together. But I, I'm just gonna put it out there: we're friends first. We really are. And if we keep up this way, you're getting to like family status. I trust you, man. I trust you. And I don't know if people are newish to me or even newish to you, but you know this guy is is legit. Jason's a hard worker, maybe the hardest worker besides me that I know. And man, this guy puts his money where his mouth is. His vision is always on the horizon. And money follows this guy. And that's why I'm here. Because that's what I think. You know what I mean? It's the truth. I appreciate those kind words. I think the New York connection, I think New York respects New York. Because I spent some time living in other places. Nobody talks as fast as us. Nobody moves as fast as us. Nobody's really, you know, has the same mindset as a New Yorker. Like they say it, you know, you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And people from other places probably just hear that and it's in one ear and out the other. But if you can survive in New York, man, like you grew up in Brooklyn, I grew up in Queens. It's a different breed, man. It's a different culture. And it's not just Jay-Z and Nas. It's it's different, man. You just you're bred differently. So how has New York kind of groomed you to the man you are today, man? Man, you, you, you nailed it because, you know, people get this kind of idea in their mind that's about working hard. And working hard is definitely a large part of success. But there's an efficiency rate that's tied to that work also. So you can't just work the same amount of time that we work because we're working fast. And we're working efficiently at the same time. So I used to get off on that stuff in school. You know, my half an hour of studying, I felt like I could get done in a half an hour what it took someone else five hours to do. So then keep that in mind. If I study five while you study five, you know, your multitudes behind me. And that's always something I try and preach to people. It's not just getting up early and doing work. It's getting up early and doing efficient work that's going to benefit you, right? I mean, you always have to get better every single day. I've always said that, man, you know, it's very easy in a, in a very long and kind of static life to feel that we stay the same. And I truly believe this from the bottom of my heart. You never stay the same. You either get better or you get worse. Even if it is the most of minute kind of grades, you do that, but they multiply over time. And you know, that I, I respect it, dude, that was always your thing, man. I've always said that to you because you were getting so much work done that I thought I could take a breath and I could catch up to you. And man, you are always running full speed. You know, I'm telling you, it always goes back to the Wind Daily brand. And, and I don't care. It's, I'm not shilling. It's what it is. I will not, I refuse to attach myself to anything that I think is less than, than great. You know, and it's not to brag about it, but listen, man, I'm writing at The Athletic. That was my first stop. And it's for a reason. I was, you know, climbing up that mountain until I made it to the very best. And, you know, that's another lesson. I always love that. I love that. I hate to come off too maybe professorial at times, you know, because I kind of got the Brooklyn twang going on. And, you know, I think people are expecting me to start talking about meatballs and stuff. And I do that. But when we're talking business, right, it's got to be business. And I found that even in our friendship, Jason, something which is truly genuine and has matured, it's about money. Yeah, and it, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not embarrassed to that. I'm not ashamed of that whatsoever because I surround myself with like-minded people. And, you know, man, I got some good friends that do the wrong thing and I just can't really roll with those guys anymore because those are the people that are going to make that grade slope downwards opposed to sloping upwards, right? So yeah, I made a promise to you before, before we even got on air. Like, we, 
we're just on a cusp of what we're planning to do together. And we've, we've spoken and we can go a month without speaking. And then when we, we reconnect, it's still that same, that same vibe that we're going to be doing something huge when huge. these sports come back. And huge. I'm so happy. Like a lot of people, ego gets shot. You know, John, he was writing for Win Daily. You were one of the first guys that gave me a chance and said, yeah, I'm down. And now you're writing for The Athletic. It wasn't like when we spoke about it, I'm like, yo, go. Get it done. Learn. See what they're doing. But there's always going to be a home back at Win Daily, and we're going to put you in a leadership position to really go big. And what I found even funnier, you know what my first question I ask people? What is your Win Daily mindset? And you kind of just answered it without even me asking the question. And we even I didn't send you no question, and you just said it. It's crazy. Like, you want to have – these victories every day and you were the lesson in itself that you can't prompt greatness it can't be prompted it's 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 a mindset and you use the word but it's a truth and it's almost like a diet right you can't like go on a diet you have to accept this change and it's a lifestyle change and if you haven't fully accepted it you will end up on the wrong side of that you know and you're not going to get that production and it's always been that you, I get up in the morning and it's, how can I get better? What can I produce? That's going to make me more efficient. That's going to make me smarter. That's going to make me, you know, money at the end of the day. I, although it's funny, that can kind of be fool's gold. If you wake up and just make money, the sole focus, sometimes I find you can get caught chasing the smaller money when, you know, you got to see the forest for the trees sometimes and have that brighter, you know, that really broad view. Like I said, you have your eyes on horizon. I'm not just blowing smoke. Every time I speak to you about the thing you've just accomplished, before we can even talk about what it might mean, you're telling me about what's three months down the road and then what's six months down the road. And it's truly impressive. And, you know, when I kind of do these guest spots and stuff or I'll link up and have a chance to promote people trying to promote me, Jay, I think you're, I know that you're humble and I know that you're modest and I don't think that you get enough of the shine that maybe you deserve driving this train. You know, uh, because it, you can't teach it. The thing that we're talking about, the drive for success, the ability to put the blinders on and to completely ignore detractors is something that's very hard to learn, even in a book or from lectures or from schooling, you know? And I think that in my really kind of elliptical and circuitous kind of way of a million words a minute goes back to what you were saying about New York, because I think that's something that you learn at home. You know, that's everybody's in full speed. We really don't have the luxury to sit on the brakes because it's not a slow pace of living and you'll see people pass you. So you have to have your foot on the gas, you know? So you'll find I kind of always circling back to different questions. We're talking theory, you know, and that's where I love it, man. Cause that's what it's all about. You know, it really is. A lot of facts, man. I hope everybody's catching all the knowledge that John's dropping right now. It's, it's really nice to see somebody see that same kind of vision. I got a question for you though, right now. Yeah. What decision that you made, what was the first decision that you made that put you into the seat you're at now, at The Athletic, at Win Daily? What was that first decision that said, hey, I got to start doing this, that turned into what you are today? Well, it's it's it's. <laughs> you can go back as far as you want, man. Low fruit, because the <laughs> low fruit is money. But let me expand. Let me expand on it. And it's a drive for financial independence, right? It's also an ability uh, to discern what you're good at 
and get paid for it. I hate to quote kind of cheesy movies, but in The Dark Knight, listen, man, that Joker character was pretty serious, and he was right. You know, if you're good at something, you do not give it away for free. So it's a it's a mixture of drive, you know, with a need. Man, I, I, I need to see things applied also. You know, I do have the nerd thing. I know you wouldn't know it from my – I sound kind of dumb. <laughs> I, I know that. But I don't care, man. I, I hope people underestimate me, and, you, and then I could use it to my advantage. But I spent, plenty, I spent plenty of time in the lab, you know, behind the computer, building formulas. The MLB moving average algorithm has at least 2,000 hours of programming. More than that, man. More than that. Yeah, I, I'm short something. <laughs> I, I don't need, sometimes I don't like to think about the fact that I've done 21-hour days uh, without having a boss. Because most people think, right, oh, this guy's making me work. You shouldn't need someone to make you work. You have to work. You know, so the decision was a need for financial independence. And something I learned early on as a younger man was to build different income streams because they can dry up. And now the entire world, all 9 billion of us, dry. got that lesson served up real quick. Yep. I got news for you. My wife don't work. I don't have a job. I own a home. I own a car. I got two kids. We go to Disneyland every six months. I mean, I don't dress great, but I, I, that's me. I, I, you know, I got the Biggie Small stick, man. <laughs> In heaven, give me the black Tims. Give me the black hoodie. Give me the black Yankee. That's it. I don't want flash and shine. But, man, we're talking about a lot of important stuff, Jay. I know I'm rolling, but, you know, the end of, that goes to other things, man. That money is so important. Clothes. What are clothes? To me, they're nothing. To me, a $5 hoodie is the same as the $500 hoodie. I don't know if they have those, but I, I know, how about this? My, my, I'll give you a quick story. My brother is a baller, right? Me and my brother are opposites. He's quiet. He's skinny. He's a baller. He drives the flashy car. He's got hot clothes, hot girls, all that. He wears $300 white t-shirts from Boss. <laughs> I wear $2 white shirts from the bin at Models. They're white t-shirts, people. And they serve the same function. Yeah. So I think there's really a pragmatic element when we're talking about profit, right? I'm not, I know it's a tangent, but all of these things combined. And oftentimes I think of myself as a guy, I don't know how far back people go. I'm not old enough for the Ed Sullivan show, but I am old enough for the gong show. And they used to have this guy, his name was Eric Brent. And he used to spin plates on a stick, right? And this guy would spin 20 plates. Now that's fine. You can have as many plates spinning as you want. But you got to get back to the first one before it falls off. So I know I tend to tangent sometimes, but these things are all intertwined. Success is more than drive. It's more than mindset. It's process and it's failure. And it's needing to succeed beyond success. And that's what I brag about you all the time. And it's the first thing I talk about. Not only are you hardworking, you are never satisfied. And I hope, be friend to friend, brother to brother, that sometimes you take a second to stop and smell the roses and look at the beautiful thing that you've built. Because I know I'm guilty of that sometimes. Right. You know, I work on a project, I get an idea, I start working on two projects. Now I'm juggling two things, now I'm juggling three things, plus my kids, plus my family. Dude, we're amazing individuals, you know? And we have to remind ourselves that. And that goes to people too. Listen, you wanna be successful. Listen, uh, you can't sit around waiting for compliments because they're not coming. Yep. And you can't wait for someone to finish that last page for you, the last paragraph. It ain't coming. To clean up that work, to make it the way you want, it's not coming. You may be lucky, like I am, to find other people, other adults that share a vision. 
But I would only hope that if I start to slack, Jay will leave me in the dust. Because that's got to come first, man. You got to put your family first. We talk money. When I say money, I really mean family because money is the function to family happiness and family comfort. You know, so when I sound kind of cold and greedy, obsessed with money, it's because I'm obsessed with my family, you know, and, and that's another part of the drive. So I'm here, hopefully I'm kind of painting a picture of all the different facets that go into what make me, me, man. And it's a lot of fast, it's more than just fast talking. You know, you want fat pockets, man, you got to stay driven. You know, you got to stay driven. I hope I answered your question somewhere <laughs> No, I might no you, you got it covered, man. You got it covered. It's kind of like 50, 50 shades of John L. Like if you right. see John on Twitter, you he would not see this guy man. here with the black with the black hoodie. You would see the guy like when I envisioned you on Twitter or most people envision you on Twitter, you'd probably think this guy is so analytical and so like to the last detail. It's like how much work did you put on for one player who's not even playing right now who's probably ADP's number 200, and you're treating him like he's Mike Trout. Like, right. how much time do you put into it? But that's that's the one level of you. And then you have the other level of you where it's, I can be in any situation, and I'll take care of my family, and I'll take care of myself. Like, me and you have been talking about, you know, I don't want to get too far into this, this rabbit hole, but, like, no. prepping our families. Like, I got protein bars and food. You're like, I rechanged my locks on my door. Like, we just went every level to say, you know, we're safe, we're good, yep. and we're going to find ways to monetize or build. Because, you know, depending on where you're at, maybe money is not the major focus right now. Maybe it's building something for six months from now yep. or for a year from now. So yep. when John says money, not everything that you're doing, you're not, I don't think you're a money hungry guy. I yep. think you're a success driven guy i want to make sure i get my talents out there and people see my work and you know you are the robin hood of twitter thank you, you want to give back you want to earn and you want people to see that you're more than the black hoodie black hat guy but one reason i think me and you succeed is because a lot of industries if you're just one person if you're a super nerd you can only do super nerd things if you're super motivated without the analytical side, you could be like, great talker, but you can't back shit up. You know, yeah. me and you succeed because we go in a room with the nerds and we can hold our own and we can go into the streets of Brooklyn and Queens. I'm not saying we're going to go fight people. Right, right. We're street smart enough to survive that as well. And not too many people can be that jack of all trades where you can kind of dominate or at least hold your own in certain fields and then dominate in other fields. And that's why I think you're so successful. It's like, you're way more analytical than I am. Like I can never sit behind a computer. Okay. I, okay, I don't like to, all right. I never, you're making me blush. I don't like to do that. But I, you, I think you sit behind, like I see you, I see your write-ups on like guys that, okay, I'll draft this guy. I think he has some talent, but you, you have a real reason to yeah. draft, you know, Lamette, <laughs> eight round, nine round, 10 round guys. I'm like, bro, how are you even doing this much analysis on this guy who's so late in drafts? But that's when you win your draft. That's when yeah, you win right. your best ball in yep. those late rounds. Everybody can pick Mike Trout, but you're the guy who goes even farther. Now, let me ask you a question, man. Yeah. We talked about this algorithm. Right. And everybody, like, even at first, like, I see the wins. I'm like, wow, I'm really an idiot not trailing John. You make it look so easy. 
Yeah. But it's, 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 it's not easy. And I speak to other handicappers, and they always tell me MLB is one of the hardest things to track, follow, and have a success rate at, that it's actually worth doing the time and putting in the time. But you find these little, like, I don't want to give away your secret, but first five innings. You realize last year bullpens are trash. Yep. And let's attack the first five innings. And, dude, every time I, I followed, bro, you were crushing it. Crushing yep. it. And MLB is tough, man. Yeah. How do you – where do you start? Like, how do you start? Okay, well, man, yeah, that's it's broad. Um, you know, listen, we have to start to a point where, you know, where I have the – you know, I have a, the algorithm functioning, right? So I think what separates what I've done is, again, kind of what you're talking about. I, I really loved it where – uh, having these running themes that are all very pertinent to success, you know, and it's it's not scattered. Um, like everything else, you know, you 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 can't just be analytical, like you said. You you know, you can't just be can't just be can't just be subjective. So I felt that the answer was kind of combining these things, right? So the algorithm is really a two pronged attack, and I have a you know mathematical algorithm that uses a proprietary blend of weighted um averages and man all types of stuff there's all types of formulas that like i have to now I, I let people look behind the curtain sometimes where you know i just need a couple of daily inputs but i've basically reverse engineered the the lines right so at least the over on the lines i i i hate it sounds braggadocious but i could show it to you like my my over on this come out within 0.08 of the finish line on the majority of the games so that tells you that the ones that don't match are outliers. So there's a flag. You know what I mean? So I'm using my analytics to highlight inefficiencies in the market. And now, man, going forward, now with the, with the inception of prop swapping, you may see the, the moving averages algorithm. I may not even be betting games anymore because I've been so good at front-running closing line value and the numbers come out so early by like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning, I've rolled my numbers out, that we're – Hopefully it's me and you doing this, but we're just printing. We're going to be, we're going to hop on the inefficiencies. We're going to print out the tickets at nine o'clock and we're going to sell them at four in the afternoon. Really? For the difference in the closing line. Really? Because you're saying, so let me, I'm even, I want to even ask the question. I want to cut you off right now. No, go, 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 go. You're saying we're going to get these lines at minus 110 or at three runs on the over in the first five or whatever. And by like two o'clock, we can sell off those tickets because the line moved so much yeah. in our favor. More often than not, more often than not, uh, it was the algo's ability. I when it first started, you want to hear something funny? This goes all the way back. This will be a trivia question about me. It was first called the dog catcher. The very first version of my algo was called the dog catcher because okay. I was looking to find underdogs that I thought were going to produce. And now, you know, anybody can tell you, no algorithm is going to predict the winners. It doesn't work that way, and, and you're you're foolish to think that. But, but if you can get ahead of public thinking, that's what I was able to do because that's what people forget about Vegas. Vegas does not predict winners. Vegas finds the point where the money wagered will be even. And when the money is lopsided, the line starts to move. Now, over time, people much smarter than me have determined that closing line value does lead to success. Man, to me, like, I don't know. Now we're talking sample sets, different sports. I, I, I don't want to get too deep into that. That's really a whole other lecture for another day. But I would say this. If we can identify an underdog that we liked 
at nine o'clock in the morning that was going off at plus 140. Whatever the algorithm found, it's not magic, people. There's a finite amount of information. I just compressed it all into a way where I can get it out really fast with a few quick inputs. That plus 140 oftentimes gets down to even. It gets to minus 130. Sometimes you see a reversal of favorites. And now you just sell the ticket, bro. We're just going to buy. We're going we're gonna to get our wagers out at 9. And we're going to sell the ticket at 5 p.m. Guess what the success rate is on that? 100.0%. Man, I love betting, but I'm having a hard time. This is, these are the things I'm thinking about now as I develop. Because you know, I did finish the 2020 version. I was all ready to yep. release, but we got stopped. I would be foolish to just run it if we were to start in Arizona tomorrow because there's too many variables I have to fix. Yep. But closing land value is a good place to experiment because you don't have to actually bet. I could make my you know printouts and gauge the market and then look for inefficiencies and see if we're ahead of the market again. And you know, again, I guess we just kind of debuted that. We just kind of let that. We just premiered that. But that's really where the future uh, is going to go. And frankly, I've gotten some, I've gotten some inquiries from some national level content providers. I don't even know platforms. I don't, I don't want to even mention the name. I don't want to spoil my chance there. And people see the value here. Mm -hmm. So I'm just putting that brush fire in the minds of men right now. You know, let that, let that hold the tape. We're going to hold the tape to after a couple of weeks. (laughs) But, But the point is like, isn't that something that the future of betting will actually not be in betting at all. Right. I'll be, putting out a 100% profit, you know, success rate without laying sick, a single wager. Yeah. And on the one, which is funny on the ones that actually don't move with us, it would probably make sense to dollar cost average and then just let the play run. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we like the bet. You like the bet in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So you're old, right. You see, of course I really, I see it's funny. I don't know people that are on audio. Jay did that, that, very grinchy smile <laughs> that like i smell money smile but listen that's what you need because mm-hmm. this i laid out an idea you immediately picked it up and i know your brain is probably off to how we're going to get off no. on this how, what we're going to get into this and yeah. that's the truth and you know again to circle back how do we make money how do you make money you got to do things that people aren't doing man mm-hmm. you know if you're going to copy you're always going to be seen as a, as a copy yeah and when you're cutting edge and you're pioneering types of work and ideas, first of all, you have to be afraid to fail. I fail so much, it's second nature to me. I almost welcome it at this point. Yep. Because if you can say every failure is a lesson, then maybe I'm not failing all the time. Maybe I'm learning all the time, right? It's just a kind of a mix of perspective. Guess what? I'm failing all the time. But, but, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, it, combination, the combination of the learning from the failures... Right. It's definitely a learning experience, hundred percent. Yeah, and it makes you, it makes you tougher, man. It you like I I've been battered and bruised so many times from failures. Yeah, where I either lost money or I had to take a step back. That I see other people react to failure and they they crumble, man. They crumble for like oh. level one failure. Like yeah. it's just like oh my god, I can't do anything for the next month, and I get I can lose. I don't want to say the number, but I can lose a lot of money yeah. or make a huge mistake. It doesn't have to be a monetary mistake, but I'm not saying I go kill people or rob people, but I'm saying I can make a mistake and where something bad can happen to me 
and I'm able to brush it off a lot easier. So that's the thing that yeah. the second level of defeat that you're able – I've been able to brush off some tough parts of my life with family members or health or whatever and say, you know what? I've been up against a wall before. I'll make it through this one again. Hold on. You, you made two phenomenal points. Maybe you're just so used to making good points like you don't realize it. But there were two tremendous points there. One, where I failed in expressing my, my, my true feelings, it's not failing. You put it properly. It's the react, reaction to failure. Yep. Everybody fails. Do you continue to wet your pants and com- compound mistakes? That's the right word. I was going to say combine, compound your mistakes. Or does that set a rigid tone and you – listen, that money ain't coming back. Whether it's gambling – Baseball, or if I'm in, you know, I'm trading, I'm trading futures. You know, uh, you take a five thousand dollar beating on ES, the money's not coming back, no matter what you do. Uh, you could triple down the next time; it's not coming back. That's not how it works. But the flip side of that, that I always like to tell people is, you know, your 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 past performance, your past success, does not portend future success. Without the second point that you made, Jason, which is so important. And it's process. And this is something I've beaten to death. People are tired of hearing me talk about it at times. But you got to be careful of, I'm not sure how to put this the right way. I just hope it comes out right. With getting success from an improper process is one of the worst things that can happen to anybody that's a part of risk ventures, right? I I like to use risk ventures because whether it's DFS or betting or fantasy or stocks or anything like that, all of these things are so fundamentally bound. They're so attached, you know, theoretically that I don't think we need to separate them there. But that's something that crosses all of those lines. There have been times where I have made money improperly executing trades. It also happens with bets. It is so embarrassing to admit that there have been times I've clicked under and meant to click over. I mean, uh, listen, that, I, I'm here like admitting the most stupid. It's like, why would I listen to this guy? He doesn't even know the difference between O and U. But it happens. I'm being honest. Right. You know, I'm being honest. Now, in my experience, you make a mistake, you never get paid on it. I don't think I've ever gotten paid on a mistake. For the thousand mistakes I've made, I don't think I've ever gotten paid on one. And I feel like I'm fine with that because I need to learn from it. But the stuff that you're talking about, Jay, is really, really, really true to form if you're going to try and have a long-standing model of success, you know, it's, it's, man, it's funny. I, this is something that you, you told me and it was such a compliment that it's like, man, your styles are boring, right? You said your style is boring. It's not like what other people are doing. And that's because they're not making money over long, over long term. No, Discipline is boring, I guess. You know, I wish, I wish if there's one thing I can take from you and put it inside my head is I do lack the discipline that you have. Like if you have a discipline rating of a, a 99, which I think you're pretty damn close to like a 99. I appreciate that. I'm working on it. Yeah. You know, you know, when they have these, these Madden, like, you know, these Madden yeah, ratings. ratings. Yeah, yeah. I might have speed, hands, yeah. accuracy, but my discipline level is probably still like a 78, you know, when it comes to certain things, do I put myself in a position to, you know, commit a crime or do drugs and all this crazy stuff or put myself or my family in danger? Never. So like, that's why I'm still at a 77. Yeah. But as, as far as like 
Like we we were trading stocks together, like, and you kept on saying, "Yo, you're 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 effing crazy, dude! Like, what are you doing when you're talking to me? Like, certain things that I'm doing, it's like, yeah, you just, Jay, just you gotta go. It's over. Let it go. Right, or let it go. Jay, you let gotta go. you gotta refine your process because you're just you're just out there, man. You're doing all these different things, and that's one thing that I need to figure out is that discipline. Somehow, I always end up where I want to be, but I don't have that process that you, know what's you missing? have. I can yeah. tell you there's something and it's, this is not you. I hope you're not knocking yourself or taking this as a knock on yourself because this is truly at the center. It is, I'd probably say it's the crux of why 99% of everybody fails at everything. All risk ventures, 99 plus percent of individuals fail at trading 99 plus percent of individuals fail at DFS and betting. And that's like a, that's like a, just a known thing. Yep. You need a written plan. It sounds silly. I have a written business plan for betting on baseball. I have a written plan. Mm -hmm. I will not bet more than 1% of my total stack on a certain event. That's at the top. People say, what? Well, if you want to make more money, go save more money and bankroll. People think you make more money by betting more money. No, 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 no. You make more money by betting less of a percentage of a larger account that you can afford. And, you know, the road to ruin formulas, I used to post these things for the users at WinDaily all the time because I found people love them. And, um, you know, maybe I'm going to get it up on my Twitter handle at MLB Moving Averages for anybody who's not following yet. Um, and it has to do with consecutive losses and how losses compound. And if you're betting even something like 5% of your stack, which doesn't sound like a lot, right? I mean, round numbers. If you had $100 in your pocket to bet, and this is your betting budget, who's betting five bucks? Doesn't feel like enough to move the needle. Not me. You're shaking your head. No, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but the, my argument is not that you need to bet the 100. It's that if you want to bet 100, you need to have 10,000. So we're not speaking totally different languages. But that part of the discipline, discipline is a mathematical model. It's not just saying, I'm not going to double down or I'm upset today or I didn't do all my research. Those are disciplines. Those are forms of discipline. But okay. true discipline, the true discipline that makes you successful trading markets or betting baseball, which is very much like trading markets. And I think to what you're saying is true where uh, most people have, would say it's the hardest sport to perform at. For me, it's the best sport to perform at because of the high turnover rate where something like football, there's so many smart people looking at the same line for seven full days that I feel like it's very hard to develop an edge. Yep. In baseball, who the hell cares about the Pirates and the Padres? They're at 11 o'clock at night. They're both in the bottom dwelling. Nobody cares. Yep. The money bet on that game is just as green. I hardly ever bet on my Yankees. I don't ever really bet on Red Sox or Dodgers. They're hard to bet on. They cost too much money and they lose games too. You know, so everything that people do, like I think that's my advice. Whatever everyone is doing, don't do that. Do something else. Find out what you need to do. Guess what? If a ship is going down and everyone is running to the left, you're going to find me going to the right. That's a, that's a sure as <laughs> shit. That's a definite guarantee because yeah. I think, the majority of people are stupid. And it's not, I don't care necessarily if people think it's arrogance. I really don't care because this goes back to process. This is what works for me. I develop a theory 
I work out my theory, I come to a conclusion that I believe in because I did the work. And then I follow it through. And if I'm wrong, I try to identify what went wrong in the process and start again. You know, this whole, like, everybody wants everything now. They want everything yesterday. They never want to lose. I have had my greatest successes in both trading and betting after some of my greatest failures. And it's because, again, I love this. We're circling back. We're tying in all these different chapters. It was because of my reaction to failure. Okay? I don't sob. I don't cry. I will tell people this, though. I do take time off. And maybe that's my key because I am, I appreciate what you said about my discipline and I've worked, you know, 15 years at this. So, you know, it's not like a gift, but I know when I got my teeth kicked in and maybe I made a mistake because that's what really gets at me. If I get my process and I lose, I don't mean to say I don't care, but I used to get a lot of heat about that on Twitter where people say, why aren't you upset? You know, as a walk off, I'm running. I don't, know, I don't care. I, I, I just don't care. I, I, don't, I don't know how to care about that. I, I will admit, I hoot and holler at the TV, and we and you talked about this, yeah. until the very last out. So that's the, that's the emotional output that I allow myself. And I think that's part of a plan also. You don't have to think that you can't watch or that you have to obsess. Watch, root and cheer, get those emotions out. The second that that third strike in the ninth inning or whatever it is called, you know, it's, it's a wrap, and, and you have to let it go. Yeah. And if I found that I couldn't let it go, then I'm going to take a couple days off. Jay, another thing you know about me, man, I talk about my family all the time. What held me back from, from the addicted, degenerate gamblers? <laughs> I spend every weekend during the summertime with my family, no? Yeah. And, I I don't care. and it's not like, don't you care? Yes, I care. But another day. Part of me succeeding Monday through Friday is riding the Himalaya with my daughter on Saturday. You know what I mean? And kicking the soccer ball with my boy on Sunday. Don't forget and, and, about your kites, too. You got to fly those kites. No, I'm, I'm a big kite flyer. I really am a big kite The things, you know, I love, that's what I love, man. You know, people see me, and I, you know, man, I'm carnival. You know, I'm a hard dude. I, I'm a, I don't, like you said it perfectly. I'm not threatening anybody. Those days are long behind me. I don't want to hurt everybody. Dude, I'm closer to Gandhi than I am Gandhi. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a, I'm a, Dude, I'm a tough customer, man. You know, yeah. I don't, man, I love, I love the stuff we're talking about because it, it brings, talking about success breeds success, right? That's what it is. I'm never afraid, not only to just take an L, dude, I'm never afraid to walk away from a bargaining table, you know? And if we're going to talk success, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell, you know, people that's one of, I walk up to a bargaining table, I know I'm worth X. If you offer me X minus one, no deal. No deal. That's it. I'll be back. If you want me, if you appreciate me and what I'm worth and what I think I'm worth, we will cross paths again. To the young people out there looking to get into this industry or any other one. It's not all rainbows and puppy dogs and people are not necessarily going to open doors for you. Sometimes you've got to kick the door open. Sometimes they're going to slam the door and shut in your face. And you have to say, I'm going to come back. And I'll be back better and stronger and smarter. We're so connected, man. It's like, first off, I just want to let everybody know, there are no scripted questions. I did not write anything down. Me and John actually never – this is the closest face-to-face -face we've had. Yeah, that's right. Because we right. started working together, and it's cool to see another guy from New York, and then the pandemic hit, 
And today I'm mailing out your hat, so you finally get your yes. hat. It's in a box right now to the side of me. Yes. But like, thank you, thank you, yes. Like, the questions I want to ask, you're already answering them. Like, it's like you're almost, like, in my head, telepathically, like, grabbing my questions. Like, winning. We're talking it, about winning. We're talking it, about it's, it's crazy. We're talking about success. We're talking about being the kind of man that other people want to be around. Yep. I don't care if I'm jealous. You think anyone's jealous? I got a black hoodie, my basketball shorts got holes in them. You think <laughs> I give a shit? I walk around with $2,500 on me. You think I give a shit what anybody says? I don't care what anybody says, man. I yeah. own my stuff. I have no... Man, here we go. Here we go. Mr. Moving Average's life lesson number 600 in this thing is get out of debt, people. Poor people debt and rich people own. Okay? Listen, you want to make money? You want to make money? Don't borrow. Lend. How's that sound? <laughs> lend. Uh, I won't go into too many specifics, but yeah. I will tell you that one of my income streams, because I stay liquid in times where most people are levered, right? Most people trade more money in the market than they have in their account. Most people have a mortgage and a note on their car that they really can't afford to go a couple months on. I work the other way. I own my stuff outright, and then I start stacking cash, so I'm liquid because there's value in being liquid. And yep. I'll be honest. Listen, uh, you know, you want to follow up with me, you can't get at me, but I buy debts. I buy debts. I buy big <laughs> debts off the street. And it's kind of gangster, I guess, but, like, I don't care. I don't mean not what it are. Listen, I'm nobody. I am an absolute nobody. I don't know nothing from nobody. I'm just saying I like to help people that get themselves in bad spots, and I make out like a champion. You know what I mean? Because I'm around gamblers. But unfortunately, when you're around gamblers, you're going to be around people that make those mistakes, you know, when you can't control themselves. And it's, you know, it's a very hard reality of this industry. And it really makes me feel badly. So doing stuff like we're doing right now makes me feel better about it because yeah. we don't want to hurt anybody. I don't, I honestly, I want everybody to win all the time. I'd give you a shirt off the back of your coat, you know, because yeah. I feel like I could go earn that next one. I'll find the next one. Yeah. And some people are not always able to, you know, yeah. so Life sometimes just becomes about not sliding down that hill, not falling yourself down that slippery slope. Because, listen, man, I, I may not be any brighter or smarter than other people, but if you're in 40 G's worth of debt right now, good luck climbing out of the hole. It becomes very difficult. You got to be liquid. You got to be out of debt. You got to layer your cash. Man, maybe sometimes we'll talk about that, how, how to get the, the young people out there that listen, how to build your wealth. You know, how do you build wealth? Most people, I like, I love when I run into people that have like college degrees in finance. They have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, you should be tearing your assets and you should have tangible assets and like this and that, you know, and I, I like, I, I have physical metal. Like how many people own physical metal? I own physical metal. I thought that was a normal thing growing up. You know, <laughs> it is, it's weird, you know? And you gotta, you know, we all kind of, this new generation fell into this 401k trap. And, uh, you know, I don't hate 401ks. They're a, it's a nice vehicle if you understand it. But like anything else, and, you know, I'm trying to tie this into what we're doing now. You can't have, it's cheesy, you can't have all your eggs in one basket, but it really is true. You know, the same way I was talking about income streams, you can't just have one job. Because if yeah. that goes away, then you have no money. So when people laugh, like, you know, uh, you know, a long time ago in another life, I was an electrician, you know, a uh, local three electrician. And they make a lot of money, but that job has unemployment attached to it inherently, which is part of why you make a lot of money, which is fine. Some guys, uh, when they're out of work, they're sitting in the pool and they're, you know, just hanging out and they're sucking up beers and they're withdrawing from their funds because it's money they contributed already. 
See, to me, that's stupid. The first thing I did when I was at work is I revisited things I studied in school. I went back to trading and I opened up a futures company of my own. Thinking like that's normal, you know? And I, I you know, it's weird that I, then it's like, wow, that would be enough. And no, that's not enough. Then I got, you know, you get into kind of money lending. And then I started doing baseball content. And then before you know, I developed an, a handicapping algorithm that not only makes me money, but I'm selling and stuff. And I'm still not satisfied. Because yeah. I'm looking for financial independence. Yeah. My goal is to spend every second of every day with my wife and kids without worrying how we're going to eat and get to Orlando. Well, the quarantine helped that out, man. We're, we're, yeah. all, we're all spending every, you know what, every waking minute. Else. So you got what you wanted there. But yeah, the, 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 the point, point of the story is, like, when it comes to a mindset that me and you 100% share, yeah. if you take – I don't want this to happen to either of us, but if you take everything from us and you put us back in the street with just $5, I would have no worry in this world. So I'm getting back on my feet. Yeah. It's, 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 there's, there's no, there's no, there's no worry there because I, I know what it takes to make money. And it's, sometimes it's hard for other people around me. Like, yo, you're having a, like, you just, everything in your company just dried up to zero. I'm like, it's all good. Like, this is going to yeah. be great for us. They're like, what do you mean it's going to be great for us? I'm like, I'm like, there's so much opportunity right now. Yeah. We're going to pivot. We're going to do some wild thing called eSports. We're going to rebuild our site. We're going to get more talent in, and we're going to take advantage of this opportunity. Listen, not in a, in a way that we're going to put anybody at risk, but we're going to see everything as an opportunity and understand that, look, man, it's confidence, but it's confidence with a system behind it. And one thing that you have beat out of everybody that I know is you are so process driven Yeah. that I just want to attach myself onto you. And the one thing I think that you can use that you don't have as much access to is you're a one man show. And I know what it's like to be a one-man show with a team of 15 behind me. You're a one-man show that's a like a real one-man you know, show. We talked about this. I could keep – and I'm hoping at some point I'm able to go this route. There are points during the baseball season I know for a fact You're I could overloaded. keep three or four people employed 40 hours a week. Yeah. Easily. 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 That's without me even kind of stressing – because all of the back testing, all of the work that needs to be done, oh my goodness, I can't keep up with it all. I and I know, I know that you know, if you hire those three or four people, you'd be able to pay them with the extra money that you would make off it. But I know the reason why you have it. Come on, let's why go to my big floor. Yeah, because you don't want to give away control. Oh, well, oh man, that's good too. You do know. You don't want to give away control and you don't trust other people to do the same work that you do. I like that. That's, that's something that I, I actually let go of because I know I can't control so much, but at the same time, one thing that I'll tell you is if, since you're in a room by yourself, you're always the smartest man in a room. (laughs) Even though you go to other rooms, you're still the smartest man. Like, for you to learn, you're going to have to learn it yourself by like digging and digging and digging, yeah. which you do. But say, say I attached you to our developer at Wind Daily. Like if you worked with him solely for two weeks, I say, 
hey, John, I'm paying Williams development costs for the next two weeks. It's on me. It's on the arm. Whatever the hell you need, just take it from him. I paid his salary. He's already paid. Just get everything you can out of him. You'd be like four months ahead by just getting that done. And we got to do that for yeah, you because – right. It's right. I, like I was talking to William the other day about something like, should we go do this? Because I think this will happen if we do that. It's going to cost money, but if we did it, the rewards would be so great. But it's just, it's hard to still, when you have to give up money or you have to give up control, or there, even though it looks like you do the math and the risk is calculated, it's, it's tough to move on something that you're so used to doing yourself. You know, yeah, it's really I, I, tough. Thought, I thought you were going to rightfully point out uh, what I think, ha- where you and I just make this crazy compliment, you know, where you pointed out my discipline. See, it can work to my detriment because yep. I do lack some aggressive nature, which you wouldn't think from my style. And it's because I've become so reserved in my willingness to be patient. You know, like when I started this, most people are like, all right, uh, I'm going to build this algorithm and I'm going to start betting and I'm going to make money now. I said, I'm going to build this algorithm and by 2023, I'm going to be live. <laughs> I'm serious, you know? No, I know, and, yeah. And I, I had baked in years of work and testing and processing. And, and it's like, you know what? That's good to begin with. But what happens with me, and you saw this in stock trading, that I just like baseball, man. Sometimes I'm so deadly accurate, but if you don't pull the trigger, you miss the boat, you miss the train, it left without yeah. you. And then you could find yourself reacting and maybe taking the next one sooner than you wanted to, you know. And it's it those you know failure can breed failure. The same way I'm saying success breeds success. So I, that's why I keep coming back to you. That's why I keep yeah. coming back to you. One man. thing, one <laughs> thing I learned from where I'm working, you know, in my and some people like same way they're shocked by you, like you're running this company and you also run another company yeah. that you're giving 50 hours a week. Like how they think I do this full time. No, yeah, I'm still yeah, running no, another company. One, one thing I've learned from them, they've been in business for 30 years. They've survived nine 11 in New York. They survived the crash um, with the real estate market. They survived it all. And one guy, they're two partners, not family, but they're, you know, they're connected. And one of them is a bulldog who runs through every single wall. And then the other one is more reserved, both brilliant. The other one's more reserved. And they've told me before, and this is something that, you know, I look for in a partner or team members. They, one of them pulls the reins back. So one of the guys, he'll shut down the 10 crazy ideas. And when that one comes through, that he's able to say, this is the one, then they both go forward at 100 yeah. miles an hour. So you need that, that partner. You know, you have your wife. She's your partner. That's technically your partner right now in business. How much you tell her, how much you don't tell her. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, right now my wife is my partner where she knows enough. She knows almost everything, and she's my partner in this. But, like, from a business standpoint, me and you would compliment because I'd be the guy who's, running like all right let's go put everything we have in john's algorithm you'll be the one like no 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 no. we gotta test it we gotta test it we gotta pull back a little bit again you're selling yourself a little you're selling yourself a little bit short because i i I know you're you're playing off your your aggressive nature but you know you're you're damn good at what you do also and but i know what you're saying and it's funny because that's what a compliment is is 
me saying, man, because this happens, you know, yeah. again, I'm not, I'm not beyond making mistakes where I've said to you, man, Jerry, I really, really like this play. You know, I really like it. And something, again, it might've been me getting ahead of closing line value where I said, Jay, I really like this. It was plus 130, but it's plus 115 now. And I'm like, Oh, I get, to, I'm like sour. I'm like, I'm oh, already in for $500 at that point. <laughs> but that's what I mean. I'm sour. And sometimes yeah. I'll say, you know what? You know what? I don't even want it. I'm never going to take it. I'm not going to take it though. That's not the way. That's, that ain't it, Chief. You know, yeah. that ain't it. You gotta, there's a balance, you know? And, and like you're saying, I'm not, I, I understand I need people, but man, you really circled me, you know, and it's funny. I'm kind of backpedaling now. I'm trying not to get KO'd here about the control <laughs> thing, but it's really right. You know, a part of being successful, if that's what we're talking about mm-hmm. is, oh, man, what would you call it? Like self auditing? You know what I mean? Like self, being able to, to self evaluate properly, mm-hmm. you know, like it's okay. And it's funny. There's people get like, you know, you think you're so smart. Yeah. I think I'm pretty freaking smart. Yes. That's true. Like I'm supposed to think I'm pretty freaking smart. That's the point. Like that's the point of this. If yeah. I didn't think I was really smart, I would be doing this. But you also, I have to say, man, I, I need a little more gas in my, in my engine sometimes yeah. because I get so hung up on um, it's percentages and it's a slow climb, but you know, year one, that meant like, yo, I mean, 500% in the betting market. Well, never not. If you started with 300 bucks, you worked the whole year. You only made $1,000. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and there is a point in real life where you can get laughed to translate into real money, right? Into real actionable money, right? Yeah. If we're going to be putting real time and hours into it, it has to translate into real actionable cash. And from, and a, you know, man, and from a business standpoint too, you got to look at it that, you know, we're not the only smart guys out there. Like if you are delaying your own growth, because of team or because of letting go of some control or looking, you know, maybe too long-term or too short-term vice versa. Some other guy is going to press on with more balls than both of us. And he built out this AI generator that's winning at this certain clip that we're now competing with an AI where two years ago we could have already captured this market. So like, it's not me selling you just, there's, there's different ways. Oh, listen, you're, you're right. Yeah. You know, it's funny people for all the stuff I'll say that's good about myself. I have, I have something bad for everyone, right? Cause yeah. I am always go doing those self audits and saying, man, you know, now that I've kind of had a little bit of success here, and I'm talking this out and being real with you right yeah, now. Yeah, me too, man. Is, is, so I started at zero. I had no experience. I have no backing. I don't know anybody in major league baseball or any of these websites. I'm a nothing. I'm a nobody. I literally started from zero. I paid every cent for my own wedding. I paid every cent for my own down payment on my house. I bought my car with my own money. You know what I mean? I don't, well, don't get me wrong. My parents are very nice people and we get cool for these kids. <laughs> but like, I, I don't have a handout. I've never had a handout. Same. No, I, I've had to do it for me. Yep. So now I've made a little bit of success. You know what? Again, it's funny. Like, you know, at first I was embarrassed to tell people I work for the athletic. I'm like, yeah, I kind of like write some fantasy stuff. <laughs> and, you know, they think it's for like ABC, you know, fantasies.com. And it's not. Listen, Athletic is a legitimate brand. You know, it's a yeah, pay-only website. It's a world, you know. It's, yeah, it's huge. It's a big brand. And I kind of have had success with this really slow. Yeah. And now I'm, I feel like I'm stuck in this, like, man, I want to hit the gas because your trajectory seems like it's there. But at the same time, slow and steady is winning the race. And this is me, like, literally just being an open book right now, explaining to you my own, 
my own hurdle where I'm stuck right now is, gosh, dude, trust me. Sometimes I, I want to bet five G's on every game and I want to go for it, yeah. you know, but I'm like, no, I told myself I can't do that. I can't do that. I have to get to profit point A. And, and that's so what I was getting about. Uh, if people are into this, I hope they get back at you or me about this because that could and maybe should be uh, a topic that everyone really, really dives into. And it's about building the bankroll, building your bankroll is not just having cash, because if you don't know how to risk it, you don't have a plan for how it's being spent and how it's being adjusted. Like I said, my man, if you started with a hundred bucks and you went to, even if you went to 2% risk, you know, and you made you $2, remember now, now the account is not, is at 102. It's not at a hundred, it's at 102. So that percentage should reflect, which is also why I don't like to use street bookies because street bookies, you have to give them round amounts. Use the internet, people. Bet $13.41. If that's what the 2% is, that's what I bet. I don't care. I don't round up. I don't round down because those rounding errors can turn into lost profits over a long period of time. You know, I'm off that. I have no need for that. I am so, 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 so rigid, you know, but you had to tell yourself, if I started with 100 and I was risking 2% and I make it to 140, you know, now you have a decision to make. Wow. Do I want to continue along this path? Some people might say that that regimen, that strategy works so well, I'm going to reset in air quotes. I'm taking the $40. It's going in my pocket. Withdraw it from the bank account. Withdraw it from the betting account. Put it in your pocket and reset again at 2% on $100. Some people will continue to press the 2% as it grows. And then before you know it, which is fine, you should not, (laughs) listen, you you have like that evil smile, but it's not, you shouldn't have an evil smile because that's where there is an element of aggressive, uh, you know, being aggressive that has to come into play. And let's be frank, if you're trying to make a living, that's going to be the path to do it. Yep. The path is likely not going to be from the $40 in your pocket all the time. Maybe, you know, and again, I'm thinking out loud, but these are things that I put into practice. Maybe you tell yourself, I'm going to run the $100 strategy until I've withdrawn $500. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm going to use my 2% on 500. You know, so there's, there's so many different ways to attack it. And remember, none of them include, I bet $100. And I'm like, wow, really? You have, you have 10,000? How many did you? And you get this weird look and you see this, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to call it any names yeah. uh, on Twitter. I don't want to, I'm not looking to drag anybody. Although if people want to get into a war of words with me, I'll wipe the floor with you. you know? <laughs> but, but it comes to with these people and you'll notice it in baseball, particularly. Uh, they put out 15 plays. Well, if you take 15 plays, even at the maximum 1% risk, you're on a road to ruin. You're not risking 1% anymore. You're risking 15%. Yep. That, if you have a couple losing nights in a row, leaves yep. you in a hole that you're going to have a hard time dragging out of. Yep. So another route where I was hoping we would get to is, maybe you'll tell yourself, uh, 100 is not going to be great because, and this is where sometimes you need money to make money. And people have to understand that. Because the way I tend to bet is, let's say it's 1,000 and I have 100 to wager. That's, uh, and I have 10 to wager me and you can place $2 bets. You, maybe you take your favorite five bets. And instead of putting 1% on a single event, you have a maximum risk allotment for a certain day, which is generally professional traders 
will generally not risk more than three to 5% of a stack on a given day. You know, that's including the, that's uh, the accumulation of the single 1% outcome risks. You know, so there's, there is a lot of math and that's kind of where it's boring for some or exciting for others. But if you want to make money, I guarantee you, you need a calculator. And again, <laughs> if someone wants to get at us, I actually built a really cool, I have a really cool position calculator that I use for stocks. I guess with a couple adjustments, I could do it for sports betting. Do it, you input what you have, what you're going to wager, what the, what the risk is, what the price points are, and it does all the math for you. And it tells you. In a winning trade, I'm going to lose 10 bucks. In a winning trade, I'm going to win 14 bucks. The reason I say that is because you generally want to have a larger reward than risk if possible, right? And this will go into deeper betting strategies with staying away from betting these heavy, heavy, heavy favorites. Uh, to me, it's a waste. I, don't, I never really understood that. Uh, to be, you know, let's, pull, let's call one person out. I'll call out one person with his fucking purses. Dave. <laughs> These guys are just absolutely absurd uh, pitching this. Well, you bet 25000 on the minus 400, and if he loses, you, you double down until you eventually hit it. This is so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> These are really, really, really stupid, and, and they're roads to ruin. Now, granted, the chances of the Yankees losing four straight to the Orioles is very low, but that's neither here nor there. Like I'm, the, the risk for that is just it's just it's not worth it. It's just, yeah. why, why put that on the, on the table for people? Well, that just, you know what? People are desperate, man. I think that's why he gets put. Okay. Yeah, I think he's doing it. He's doing it more for the show of everything than rather than the actual yeah. system like you got built out. Listen, I one thing. Success, by the way, I, I absolutely respect the success. I personally hope I get mine without you know people dragging me for being a dirtbag. Yeah. Because to me, and, and maybe this is a flaw in my own game, that, you know, your integrity in three bucks will get you on a bus here. It don't really, right? It doesn't really, I hate to be like that because I really am very much, I'm very, you know this, my word is my bond. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, why? Why? It's the way we're raised, right? Yeah. It's part of something we believe is truly important. And I, you know, and you, um, see, for you, maybe you believe that that's a part of your business model and success. And that's, that's okay. But they, it doesn't translate directly into money, you know, being nice and being honest. So maybe we should be charlatans and hawking snake oil picks to India. You know, I think about that sometimes. Again, just being honest. It's not something I've ever done, but it's something people do. Yeah, the thing is, the thing is this, like, I'm not in it for any time any subscriber of WinDailySports.com has any kind of issue for their $20, it's back in their pocket before they even ask about it. It's like, dude, if you really think I'm in it for your 20 bucks, you're missing the whole win daily mindset. I used type to love that it. feeling. Yeah, that it's, great feeling. Yeah, you, it's, back, it's, you get people sign up, you get them, yeah. get them with the parlay and yeah. bup, bup, bup. Or yeah. I used to see, man, it sucks, Mike. People don't know a good promo when they see it. Yeah. I was trying to put out free picks yeah. and telling people to bet the, bet the game take the winnings and sign up for a month. Yeah. And it was like people would just didn't, you know, yeah. again, that's partly forward thinking, right? And so here's the thing with you. I want to I want to finish on a couple notes here. Number 1, I think this is the year of John. Oh man, I thought I painted my Mona Lisa, man, with this algorithm and with the fantasy work I was doing. I truly believe I had painted my Mona Lisa. So let me let me let me make this promise to you. All right. all right. And this is all off the cuff. I'm just saying this right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's coming. 
I don't know what's coming yet either. So <laughs> I'm going to spit it out some way. Very good. All right? So I have my goals for win daily, right? So my goals for win daily is to, to make sure that we really influence the public in this mindset. It's not just fantasy. It's not just sports betting. I want to create more winners in this world. Yeah. That, that's my thing. And one thing I'm going to definitely do this year, I'm going to make sure you get that big win this year. Whatever it is, we're going to talk off air. We were talking about this. And I'm going to make sure that if it's, if it's a GPP win, like if you want one of these Javi wins, oh. if, if you want to be not number whatever at this big organization, but if you want to be on top, if you want to be sitting, not necessarily on this couch, but if you want to be sitting on the board of Wendell, <laughs> whatever it is, man, it. whatever it is, I'm going to make sure that you're in. Whatever your goals are, I'm going to be – you need a, you need somebody to, to be on your side so you're not going to all these battles yourself. And I think sometimes where people can go wrong are it's not always best to – like, I'd rather have you by my side going to war than to have, I'm not going to mention a name, a site backing me up or a VC firm backing me up. I'd rather have somebody in the trenches with me that is ready to go to war, that, that, that is, is ready to go. Whether yeah. we win or lose, yeah. we know we're going in the right direction, the same path. So, like, I have that connection to you. And I'm going to make sure that whatever that goal is of yours, I'm going to push forward and make it part of my goal too, to make Dude, sure I'm blushing. I'm like shaking in my chair already, but it's funny. You know what I, I have found? And this is just an unlimited experience, you know, because my content creation is only goes back 12 months, which again, the people out there want to crack into it. It's there. That's mine too, though. Yo, yeah. John, the same thing. Like I was the one always doing it for myself and never yeah. being the tout. I don't want to be a tout. I don't really want to be, on all these podcasts and interviews, this doesn't really do it for me. Like I'd rather be at your house eating a bowl of soup and just talking about whatever. Like I don't need any of this kind of stuff. Yes. I like to have a nice car and some nice clothes and stuff like that. We're a little bit different in certain areas, but at the same time, it's about winning, man. Yeah. I want to be on a winning team, not with the wrong people though. Like people hit me up. It's like, well, what are you going to, like some kid had, I actually approached some guy who is our user and I said, Hey, do you want the opportunity of helping people out? Do you want the opportunity to come on the team? And I, I, first I said, hello, great job. Really appreciate it. You know what this dude's reaction to me was? Whoa. Well, what are you going to offer me? I'm like, I go to Avi and Dave. I'm like, yo, this kid just responded like this. Like if I was in his shoes, I'm like, yeah, I'm down, man. Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah, I'll yeah, do yeah, whatever. Yeah. And it's and then it's not like if if you're in a now knowing me or knowing you or knowing the team that we built, if you're in a situation that you need money, just tell me straight up. Like, yo, Jay, I'm first of all, thank you. I'm flattered. Yeah, right. That's like I don't have a job right now. I at least tell me what you need. Don't just come back at me like, well, what are you gonna offer? I'm like, I actually don't want you any – like, in my eyes, like, I want nothing to do with you. Turn off, yeah. Yeah, it's like – and it's not about the money. It's not about anything. Like, with you, we never really 
exchange much back and forth. I think the first form of real payment you'll get is when I actually risk my life to go send out this hat today. <laughs> but other than that, like, I know deep down in my heart that we're going to do something big this year together. It's oh, together. So. We're going to do it, bro. I'm so, I am so stoked, man. I have so much work put in. I'm just ready to go. I, I personally, I found, man, I, I found even more than the work that I put out, which I, I listen, I, I work very hard on and I've gotten some really great responses to. Dude, the brand is infectious. I, I don't know how else to put it. I, I don't know how much you're supposed to talk about yourself and your brand, but people dig my style because it's legit. I'm you. I'm you, the person listening. I am you. Yeah. I have a family. I am trying to eat good food. I am just trying to chill. I'm trying to be comfortable. I want to work hard while I have fun doing it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not arrogant. I don't I don't want other people to lose. I don't want to be better than anybody. I don't want to, I really don't want much. I just want to go to Disneyland two weeks a year. I'm a really easy guy. I'm a really easy guy to please. I just want my hot wife, my beautiful kids, and to go, you know, on on Space Mountain every once in a while. Like it's it's weird. People get dug into these I don't even know what it, man. I don't even know how to put it. It's just, you know, I, like I could, I could probably turn myself into a failure just based on mindset tomorrow, right? If you change, if you kind of change your, your priorities and I start worrying about the money today opposed to the, what can come with work over time, that's what matters. Yeah. You know? But again, I've built those freedoms myself, you know, by having different income streams and learning skills. So I got to have one thing for people that might be sitting home. If you have felt bored, whatsoever in these past six weeks you got a problem pick up a skill man i mean the fact also it, it's 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 been baffling to me that people desperate for gambling won't learn how to trade markets i'm like it's legitimate it's yeah. legitimate gambling yeah. and it's like high speed and it's all on the level you know what i mean it's all you know you're gonna get paid everything is legit it's all good baby and it's it, Gosh, man, if you want to get in the futures, these things are running 23 hours a day. You could set your own hours. I work for myself. I have no overhead. You know, you need a good rig because you don't want to, you don't want to get clocked out or anything like that. But I have no lease. I have no employees. I have no insurance to pay. And I have my own business. Yep. You know, I am my own boss. I work for myself. I am the chief executive officer. I'm also the janitor. You know, mm -hmm. like. And Not many okay. people are built like you, man. Not many people uh, man, have the intelligence, have the discipline, are, risk, are willing to take the it's risk. Fear. I am deathly afraid of not being able to feed my family. I am deathly afraid of having to wait on food lines. I am deathly afraid of leaving government cheese. These are things that are real, especially nowadays. Yeah. Okay, There is a competition going on that never stops. And people have kind of tricked themselves into thinking – that earth is now America became this kind of lollipop land where everything is given to you. And everything is not only is it given to you, you deserve it. It's your right to be given to you and you should not work work. Jason works for those things. And that's the look you get. And that's a major problem. So right off the bat, that tells me, well, there's a bunch of people I'm going to do better than, but, but, those are the people fighting for food. Those are the people waiting online. Those are the first people to be crying and complaining. What about me? Why didn't I get? Where's my free this and my free that? 
homie, while you're knocking out Netflix shows, I'm spending 18 hours a day. 18 hours. I am up early. It is black coffee. You get on the computer. You freaking read the news. You start your charts. You know, and, and that's what it is. It never, ever, ever, ever stops. It never stops. Yeah, I work at home, and I sometimes I trade with a baby on my lap, you know what I mean? And sometimes I'm listening to your podcast, Jason, while I'm, you know, milk feeding a baby in the middle of the night. And sometimes I'm playing with Play-Doh while I'm learning about risk management in international commodity markets. These are real parts of life. Adapt, everyone. Adapt. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to – now I'm not holding back at all. We are talking about the most important stuff that you can talk about. Forget this thing is about sports anymore. We're talking about – creating a better quality of life for yourself. That's not only better, it's independent. You know what I mean? I'm not going to knock hourly working, but if you are an hourly worker, I hope those hours are spent thinking about how to get out of that. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever be ashamed of an honest day's pay, and I would never let anybody tell me that. If I needed money, I'll dig ditches, I'll dig graves. I don't care. I do not care. In fact, I, I... As an electrician, I've been basically shoveled shit at points, you know, but you do what you got to do. But while you're doing it, you need to think about getting better. You know what I'm saying? And and that's it. We're going back to the first question you asked me. Where did success come from? A a desperate panic. (laughs) It comes from desperate. It comes from an unbridled fear, you know, of not being able to provide for myself. Because I don't believe the government exists to provide for us. I don't believe my parents exist to provide for me. I don't think anybody, I exist to provide for my family. Okay. And again, it's not the knock. If you're on aid, I'm in New York City in the, the center of this hellhole. If you're on unemployment, you don't be, none of that is, is shameful. You know, uh, unemployment, aid, SNAP, none of those things are shameful. None of them are shameful. What I think is shameful is believing that they are in a long-term income stream right? It's yeah. not a job. Yeah. Those things exist to help you get level. And then you got to level up, you know, and uh, man, I'm looking at you, Jay, for great. That focus look you have, that's what, when you hear important stuff like this, yes, I know it's important. I know it's important because someone told me and now I'm repeating it. Yes, it's important. Yeah. You need to hold on to this stuff, you know, yeah. bookmark this conversation. And I know I'm going to be listening to it again because I learned from you. I learned from me. We yeah. never stop learning, right? Isn't that at the center? It's right yeah. at the center of it, man. So just to recap on a couple of things, man, that wind daily mindset that you have, that I have, is taking these victories, learning something new every day. Yeah. Like I, I announce it when somebody, when I learn something, it could be the dumbest thing. If I learn something new today, that's one little small victory that I got. Yeah. And then from this mindset that you have to outwork everybody and be your own boss. And yeah. I hope, I was even telling my mom the other day, I was like, like, what are you doing with this time? Everybody hit the pause button. Yeah. Everybody has the opportunity now to remove all those excuses and 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 and, and literally we leave that word out do, good for you exactly. Excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you're what you wanted to do. Right now, I know for a fact, I don't have to ask you, you're working harder now on quarantine than you did before. I'm working oh, harder crazy. now oh, than, I did be, than I did before. It's just innate in us, we're gonna seize this extra potential time that we have to focus in and lock in to get these potential rewards six months a year out two years out and i don't want to dive deep into it right now because we've already been talking for so long but the people that i i try to mentor and try to help 
I hate to see the people who complain and bitch about stuff, but then do absolutely nothing about it. It's like, where, how do you expect to come out of this if you're going back to the couch and you're not going to perform at a higher level? You're going to actually bring your energy down yep. levels and expect to get more out of it? Yeah. Like we make mistakes. We work harder. We work longer until we figure things out. Other people have this mentality that they, they're, they're just it's, – it's bad luck or – this is their destiny to be always yeah. losing and suffering and yeah. finding ways just to get enough for today. No, 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 no. You got to plan a year out or two years out. Like the relationship that I, I've been making and, and trying to better with you over the last year is not for today's wins. Like I don't want right. to take advantage of you today to win today. I haven't made a dollar from win daily. I've invested tons of energy hours and time but we're not sitting on an island in jamaica right, that, that, right now chilling yeah. i'm in my basement you're in your office or your bedroom wherever the hell you are and we're still working towards that end goal and that journey and i know this and i know you know this and i'll just put it out there before we end the show if anybody knew what it took to get to my couch or to get to your seat Woo! most people even ourselves wouldn't yeah. do it again. Exactly. Like we wouldn't want to do it again. If I knew, if somebody told me, yo, Jay, 10 years ago, you'd have to do all this to get here. I'm like, right. If you saw the that, list, bro, get out of here. I ain't doing any of that yeah. shit. It's like a no six way. inch binder of things. Jay, yeah. get, this get this six inch binder done in the next six months. And yo, I'd be saying, I'd say the same thing. You know what? Get the hell out of here. I'll go dig that ditch. Yeah. You know I said this to you before we got on. I thought handicapping was going to be a lot more fun. Like, yeah transferring from stock trading also which is something people think is is all glory and no work and it's easy money drugs and girls and yachts yeah right right and it's just (laughs) not that at all but again i fell for myself because i thought well you know and one of the reasons that i like sports gambling um as much if not more than the stock market is that i like the defined risk you know i means this is something you and i spoke about off air um, you know, when you hold stocks, the things can happen in Asia overnight or over the weekend, and you could lose way more than you had planned on, right? Um, so I don't like that because I'm so regimented, right? And you don't, you know, for some people like, oh my, you know, three, an extra 3% drop on that one equity throws off all my plans. I have to rearrange everything. I have to, it threw off all my projected profits and stuff and what I, where I thought it was going to be. And now it's not your fault. But sports gambling is very finite. You could say if X, then Y, if Y, then Z, right? Which is beautiful. But the <laughs> but Vegas said not so fast, discipline better. They added in live betting. And back to discipline, one of the last things we get to is I remember I told you, do not ever live bet. Never, you never, ever live bet. The only live bet I will ever make, Jason, you know this, the only live bet I'll ever make is what? is to finish out a hedge on a parlay. Yeah. Only time I'm ever going to make a live bet is to lock up profits, right? Is to lock up profits because, man, I hate to talk about the, the moving averages out uh, parlays because they kind of took on a life of their own, but they weren't a source of my uh, – they weren't really a source of yeah, – uh, It was just a sideline thing yeah. that you kind of oh, left yeah, at. Was, and I'd be like, Why? Why didn't you hammer this right. thing? <laughs> it's because everything, well, this is to people that are wondering, right? Yeah. Everything of mine is regimented. But part of my, it's weird, right? So you would never think that a regimented discipline better would say to you, I have, uh, I take a 17 parlay every day. Those two things don't seem like they can exist mutually. 
what they can if when you've pre-planned and you had your thousand dollars and you know that you could spend 10 if you said to yourself i spend nine of those dollars on my solid individual bets and every day i take one dollar you know 10 percent of the one percent so one that gpp and i play i used to call it i play the board I put so much damn work into running my algorithm every day that the thing tells you who's going to win that I'd say my offshore books will generally take a $2 minimum. So I built into my profit model. I'm going to bet $2 on those seven games every day. And we started hitting them like two times a week. And it's just like, it totally, that was when it really took off. And I knew that we were onto something because I was showing it to guys that I know how to be gambling for a long time. And they were like, dude, you hit a 17 parlay. I was like, yeah, it's kind of crazy because I hit eight two nights ago. <laughs> and I was like, wait, no, you didn't. I started showing them and you saw these. Yeah. Then, it, then it became like we started losing on the – because, again, I don't like the double bill, so I wouldn't bet – like let's say I had the Reds and the Pirates and the Padres. I wouldn't put those in the big parlay because I don't want a double bill. If it loses, I don't want to lose everything. Then it was turning out that we'd be losing on the nine and getting paid on that one, and it was paying 14. It was was totally wild, you know? And this kind of goes to what you're saying about me needing extra people. I would love somebody to sit and let, you know, to run all these figures and find out kind of what, where we were at, you know? It was a shame. It was something, Jay, it was something I I really felt that I let you down on, whether or not it was something you thought about or not, um, that we were doing so well, but we didn't have the accounting that we needed. Because it just, it just wasn't there. That goes to what you're saying about the frequency of baseball. Just to record the bets, the play, plays is somebody's full-time job. I keep track of my plays, but I wasn't keeping track of the non-plays. Because, again, we get an over, we get an under, you have a money line, you have a run line. And then towards halfway through the year, I started killing those team totals because now you're removing variables, right? You're taking out a whole pitcher. You know, because that would happen. Uh, man, I, that, it was funny. The Nats come to mind. The Nationals were kind of maligned all year because they had a kind of a rough start. But I, they were the most profitable team last year for us because the program identified them as winners, and they just weren't winning games the bullpen was blowing in. But I yeah. was getting paid on the F5. So I was getting paid. They would lose. They'd be the underdog the next day. I'd hit the <laughs> F5. They'd lose. They'd be the underdog. And this was happening with, like, the Marlins and the Padres. A lot of Every teams. goddamn man. day we're hitting these yeah. F5 bets, yeah. and the team would lose. So everyone thought, like, oh, you had the Marlins. Yeah, I got paid. I don't care how it ended. Yeah. You know, so like, there's so many moving pieces into building a strategy that I hope, man, I really hope at least one person gets at us over this. And it's like, yo, you guys blew my mind. You know? <laughs> Listen, man, I'll tell you this. I told you before, man, when, when we get off this call, you're gonna, you, we're going to talk. We're going to finalize something. We're going to make sure there's no excuses going into this baseball season. We have time. We hit the – listen, this pause button hit. This pause button hit. We probably have a month to figure this thing out. We're both smart enough. We're both connected for a reason. We're going to figure this thing out. Yeah, I'm gonna, it's oh, recorded yeah. now. It, it's recorded. It's official. I'm shaking. So I, I, I agreed on my end. I'll do whatever I can on my end to figure out how we're going to take this relationship that we have, this bond that we have, these ideas that we have, this knowledge, this system, the discipline, and we're going to 10X it. That's what I can do for you. We're yes, going to take this idea that, yeah, a lot of people 
are starting to understand. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find a way just to instead of getting that slow drip, we're gonna just open I'm the water. I'm pulling on my clothes. I'm fixing. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna open the water. You're nervous wreck right now. I honestly. Nah, nah, listen, man, we're gonna do but, it. But it's, it has to do again. Me, I have no problem. I shine the light on my own fears because it's the best way for me to change it. Yeah. I kind of fear change in a way, and I worry. It's funny, man. If I can't give up control to somebody like you that I have full confidence in, uh, then it may never happen. So there's a good. But there, there's ways. There's ways. I believe that you can give up control. I'm just a nervous. I'm a no, nervous no, here, guy, man. There, there's a way to give up control without giving up control. It's like what we're gonna what we're gonna do is say, "Hey, John." You can, can still control everything that you're doing, but there's got to be say, like one thing that I think it's a combination of certain things I just hate doing and I'm lazy with, and there's certain things I really like doing and I, I think I'm really good at. The things that I'm lazy with or not good at, I don't have a problem letting other people do. Right. Well, that's you know? and I hope people- There's got to be things that – when you look at it, then they're like, oh, my God. I don't <laughs> got to worry about this shit no more. I can focus yeah, yeah. in on what I love doing. Yeah, yeah wow. Because when I, you're alone, dude. Oh, I could not imagine. When you're alone, dude, there's got to be like – so if you got 10 tasks a day, there's oh, got to be yeah. two that just, just, just take too much time. You're not that good at doing, and you're forcing yourself to – whether it's making a logo or yeah, formatting yeah, a page I, or it's this technical stuff. I know what it is. Yeah. If you want me to air it out, I know what it is. No. From a, you, I can't do shit when it comes to developing websites. Yeah, and I'm terrible at it. I can't format stuff. I can't design stuff. I know what I want it to look like. I know what I want it to perform like. Yeah. And I know the, the brain around it, but I can't make it do that. So that's why I have William to, to do those things. So that's, that's the, the part that I'm going to make sure happens right now and we'll end it on that man okay. this has been a great show that was very powerful stuff man it really was it felt powerful on my end it really did i think so too man i think we're gonna do some big things sports gonna come back my uh, dog's walking around crazy. behind me now so let's leave on that where can everybody follow you on twitter so yeah. they're gonna have it they're gonna have it on the video but on the audio let them hear it home base is at mlb moving averages spelled out at MLB, M-O-V-I-N-G, A-V-G, I, really anytime. I'm just so, you know, I'm so into the interaction because, again, I learn. You know what I mean? I, I do some teaching, but I also like to do just as much learning. So, like, anything you like or didn't like that we were talking about, listen, push back. I'm sure there's a reason for what I was saying. And if not, maybe you're going to teach me something. Like, and that's fine. Um, and I'm writing for The Athletic right now. Every, you know, fantasy content in general is, is kind of stuck. Uh, a light bulb kind of went off. I, I have a piece done for how to attack the upcoming season if it's shortened. Um, maybe maybe we can work on getting that out for everybody because it's just it's going to die on the vine. We can definitely we can definitely work on that, man. So I appreciate your time. Out. But that's pretty much it. You get me on Twitter, man. Get me on Twitter. I'll be at the athletic, and soon you're going to get me back on the WD. You know that's what it is. Let's do it, man. Have a good rest of your day, and we'll talk soon, brother. Awesome. Take care.